0: We are live, so welcome back to another episode of Tales from the Service Industry. I am your host, I'm Bill, I am here with Ms. B. Welcome.
1: Thank you, happy to be here.
0: <laughs> happy to have you here. Um, so since you had introduced yourself the last time, we don't have to go through your work history. We can just jump straight into the fun stuff, Yay. which is talking about the crazy and interesting guests that we've had either recently or memorably. Um, where would you like to start?
1: Oh, that's a tough one. Um why don't we jump into crazy guest of the week? Crazy guest of the week? I like that. Yeah.
0: I do too. Um do you want to go first or do you want me to share a story with you?
1: You go first. Ah, oh, darn. Okay. <laughs> um
0: let's see. I think my favorite guest this week was the guy that checked in yesterday that um he had booked a studio room, so the smallest room you can possibly get. And was absolutely livid that we wouldn't give him a, a complimentary upgrade to a two-bedroom suite.
1: Oh, my gosh. I think we may have had the same guest, I swear.
0: <laughs> I don't know. This guy, I mean, he booked in for, I think it was 22 nights. Oh. It was a, it's an extended stay. Yeah. Um, Here for medical treatment. And I can understand why he would want the additional space. But it's summer. You know, yeah. top dollar for everything. Everything is at limited availability. And he pitched the biggest fit at the front desk because he is, and I'm 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 not gonna go with the type of guest, just the level <laughs> Out of respect for uh different companies tiers, but he was <laughs> he was like the top possible level guest. Yeah. Did not understand that a complimentary upgrade number one is available when it's Available. Exactly. It's not a guarantee. Yeah. And it's a single step. You you don't pay for the cheapest room and then demand the highest level. Yeah. H- most expensive room on the property.
1: Free of charge.
0: Free of charge. That oh, doesn't God. work that way.
1: That was literally my guest. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, I've got a couple though, but literally the same thing. Because okay, at a property I've worked at, this certain type of room. Um, like the standard room type faces towards the street and it's our standard room type and this guest booked in and they were at a specific t- okay it wasn't even like the tier system like they booked in with a there's a credit card that you can book through and if like you're high up with them and their rewards of that credit card you get perks when traveling to like their recommended hotels mm-hmm. and so we're not in the highest tier their highest tier we're the next one below we're pr- their preferred hotels right but we're not their highest tier and this guest checks in and booked a standard room and they are entitled to a complimentary upgrade upon availability and we did give him a complimentary upgrade we gave him an upgrade to one of our courtyard views so you face in towards the courtyard our best views face towards a the water and we obviously have a very limited amount of those because you know it's a small space and we're a, Bigger property that goes around. So, the ones that are not on the water, there's much more of those. And he came in and pitched the biggest fit because he was not given a complimentary upgrade. And we tried to explain several times, sir, we did give you a complimentary upgrade. You booked a standard room on the street and we gave you a complimentary upgrade to the courtyard. And he refused to accept that this was a complimentary upgrade. No, I should be on the bay. And we had to explain that those rooms go for thousands of dollars a night and you paid, you know, three, $400, like, it, we, you're entitled upon availability for a company upgrade, which you were given. And he would not let it go. And I, you know, had to apologize. And he just started yelling. And then I told him, sir, because uh, actually he was yelling at one of my associates. And I had to step in and be like, sir, no, no, no. Set him straight. Asked him, you know, if you want to go a step away, but you weren't given this, go look at your confirmation. So he leaves in a huff. And he comes back a short while later and he's like, this room is unacceptable. And I'm like, oh, well, what's, can I help with the room? Just everything's wrong with it. Okay. More specifically, you know, what can I help you with this room? He's like, well, the towels are like sandpaper and uh, the room is dirty. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. You know, we do very thorough inspections. So can you, would you mind showing me, you know, what's dirty? And he just, you know, Put his hands up in the air and just starts yelling. And again, I have to tell him to stop yelling. I said, sir, I need you to lower your voice. I'm trying to help you. And he's like, no, you're not. And I said, sir, if you don't lower your voice, I'm going to have to call security. So why don't we just take a breather, maybe come back to this conversation. And then he leaves in a huff again. (laughs) At this point, I'm like, oh, my God. He's not going to come back, right? He's not going to come back. Oh, no, he'll come back. Oh, he came back. (laughs) (laughs) Ten minutes later, he comes back. And he's like, so where's like the sauna and i said oh our pool and jacuzzi which is a sauna are located right outside and i use my open palm and i point him in the direction and he's like no like the sauna like you know like the the steam room yeah and i said oh sir we don't have one of those on our property there's another building across from us you know that does uh you just have to book a spa appointment in order to get access to the spa and he's like well your website my confirmation right here shows that I have access to the sauna and I said yes sir this sauna and again showing him the sauna and it says right there on the sign and he's like oh this is ridiculous and I'm like I'm very sorry sir but uh, the sauna that you're speaking of is you know when you book a spa appointment uh, and I offer you know if you'd like some help in booking that he's like well if I book it can me and my partner get in both of us get in does he have to book one too and I'm like yeah yeah, to get the spa you both have to book an appointment goes off again yelling walks away and i'm just like i'm so done with this guy i'm so done with this guy and then uh he again he was calling down from the room yelling at people for various things he yelled at almost all my staff so the last time he came up to the desk again yelling because he didn't get his upgrade i said you know what sir i don't believe we're gonna be the best fit for you let me go ahead and help you find another hotel yes and he's like no you're gonna make this work and I'm like, no, I, I don't think we're a good fit for you, sir. Let me go ahead and assist you in making a reservation elsewhere. And then he's like, I want to speak to your manager. And I said, I am the manager. <laughs> I want to speak to you. report to. Sorry, sir, it's just me. You're saying you run this whole building? I said, sir, I'm the highest level of manager you're going to be speaking to today. It's just me and you. So you're going to lower your voice. I'm going to call security. And I'm going to help you find a hotel someplace else.
0: <laughs> How'd that go over?
1: like a like a bag full of bricks but uh basically i kicked him out and i had
0: did he did he leave or did he stay
1: he at first he left in a huff and then he called back from because he just loves leaving you know and so he left and he called back down and asked to speak with me and he he's like so i am gonna go ahead and look for another hotel so why don't you email me the hotels that you think will be a better fit for me and I said, absolutely, sir. You know, let me get your email address. So, and I emailed him a list of just the most, you know, Ritz Carlton and all these hotels that someone, maybe they would put up with him. Um, and and he's like, and I need you to email me. Um, what did he ask? Something like, uh, oh, and email me th- that you told me you're the only manager. And I said, um, sir, I said that I'm the highest manager that you will be speaking with. And I'm not going to be emailing you anymore. That's the list of hotels. And he's like, well, are you going to apologize to me? I said, for, for what, sir? He's like, for everything that's happened in the way you've treated me. Mm-hmm. And I said, sir, I'm not going to be asking you any apologies. I have done nothing but treat, fully, treat you with respect while you have done nothing but yell and treat others very poorly. And he's like, well, you don't know what I've been through. And I said, sir, what you've been through or not is not an excuse to treat anyone that way. And obviously, that was nicely handled. I literally it took every muscle, being fiber in my body to keep cool. Cause like you know when you're like shaking, mm-hmm. you're so angry, you're shaking. And I'm like, keep it cool, keep it cool. It took everything in me. And my associates are like around me, just with their mouths dropped. They're like, how did you do that? He was literally yelling at you. And at one point, when he was yelling at me at the desk, and I threatened to call security one of the desk agents ended up calling. So he like was standing there on the side, kind of just watching and waiting for me to like wave him over to step in. And then of course the next day he sends a crazy ranting email to the GM who was well aware of the situation and told me. Because like, in all these back and forth things, I went to the GM and said, hey, is what's going on. She said, do not bring me into this. Tell him you are the highest manager. <laughs> I do not want to deal with this. Let him leave. Make him leave. And I said, okay. okay, you got it. And when she got the email, she basically was like, delete. I think
0: one of the things that people fail to understand is that the person that they're talking to, at least in our industry, if you're a manager, you're fully able and capable of helping them you know, resolving their issue. And when they just start pushing to talk to your boss, it's not always going to end well for them. I mean, I had a GM no. years ago that uh, I'm not going to go into the whole story now, but basically the guest was upset. He went through person after person after person. When he got to the GM, the GM recapped everything the guy said yep. <laughs> and said, you should have stopped with the manager before me because now you get nothing. I <laughs> love it. Like nothing. I mean, and, and they had offered him everything from uh, comp nights, removing all of his incidentals, bonus points. I mean, a full comp stay was even offered. And the guy was, and we're talking like full oceanfront, beachfront resort. Oh my God. The guy was there for seven nights. I want to say his room rate was about $700 a night. So they, at the highest point, he was offered a completely comp stay.
1: Wow. But
0: he wanted to talk to the GM. And the GMs recapped everything with him and said, you should have stopped with him, You know the guy before him, and gave him nothing. And oh, in yeah, fact, he took it a step further and had the guy's uh, uh, rewards account revoked.
1: Oh, my God. That is <laughs> so, so amazing. <laughs> I think yeah. people forget, too, that we're able to do that. Well, I think that, I mean... You can open cases against with all these different companies and rewards, like you can open cases against people and they can lose nights. They can have their statuses suspended and it's people just think because they are this and they quote unquote earned that it's like, well, Mm -hmm. you're you're still, this is still a privilege. It's not a right.
0: I think, you know, it's like, I feel like in our industry, people feel that there's no expense tied to a room.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, so like,
0: I mean, like if you go to a restaurant and you order a steak you know that there's a cost applied to it because there's a cost for food. You know how much the state, Well, you don't know how much it is, but you know that there's an expense tied to a steak. People, I think, look at the hotel industry and go, "Yeah, but it's just a room. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a room that we were going to sell to you. You didn't show up. I could have sold it to someone else, but I yep. couldn't because your reservation was on it. Yeah. So yes, you're going to be charged.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the
0: number, the number of chargebacks that we get against no show charges still blows my mind. People will dispute all of it. Constantly. And it's the worst excuses. You know, it's like, oh, my credit card number was stolen. Yeah, it was stolen for that one charge. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that um, you have an emailed confirmation for? Yes. That, With your email and your address and all your information.
0: Right, and they stole this credit card when? Because you made the reservation five weeks ago? God.
1: Yeah. And that's all they used it for.
0: Mm-hmm. They yeah. only used it for a room here <laughs> with your rewards number on it.
1: I still blows my mind sometimes when people win those chargebacks. I'm like, yeah. We had someone. Well, we get chargebacks all the time, but we've literally had people that came up to the desk and uh, their chip didn't work right, so they end up swiping because once you try the chip a few times, it'll mm-hmm. have you swipe, and um, and then. They do it as a chargeback and say nope, that wasn't my card.
0: Oh, uh, because the chip and
1: pin didn't yep. go through.
2: Yeah.
1: Sneaky. Yeah. What the outcome of that is, I don't know, but it's people are conniving and will.
0: I mean, you can win consistent. just so many chargebacks, and then it becomes a flag for your financial institute too. Oh. It'll it'll bite them in the butt eventually.
1: Yeah. Hopefully. Well, speaking of people that I would like karma to bite them in the butt. I had another fun one and this was, I think this was like Thursday. It literally just happened. Uh, I was working at my desk and I had one of my associates come up, you know, saying that someone wanted to speak to a manager. So I went out there and there was this lady and, you know, wearing a mask, it's hit and miss. Some people wear them, some people don't. We don't ask questions. We don't judge because it's not required where we are. So I didn't think anything of it. And she's sitting there and she's, she was harder to understand because of her accent and so she's, like, getting closer, but she's upset, and she's waving her arms around, like, this is ridiculous, and then she's, like, waving a piece of paper in her arm, and I'm, like, ma'am, um, without saying calm down, I can't remember what I said, We're like, ma'am, you know, I, if you want to mind lowering your voice, I, I'm here to help you, but I, I don't understand what you need. And she's, like, I've been trying to call, I've been trying to call, and nobody's answering, and I'm, like, oh, well, we're here, can I, m- let me see what number you called, you know, and, uh, and she's like, well, uh, it's it was at home. It was at home. And she's like, but I couldn't reach you. And I said, okay, well, this is our number. And I'm like giving her a card. And I'm like, if you want to call us. She's like, well, I need to cancel my reservation. I, I said, oh, okay. Well, I can help you with that. And, um, you know, I'm on the computer. I'm pulling it up. And she's like right there. Like people, you know, that like don't understand personal space. And I have a desk in front of me. <laughs> but she's like leaning over, getting really close. And I'm, I'm leaning back because I'm like, okay, you're in my bubble. And I'm like, okay. So when when are you looking to cancel the reservation? Uh, what's the date of check in? She's like, it was yesterday. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, then the then we would have charged you a no show. And she said, no, but I checked in. And I said, I don't, I don't understand. Um, I don't understand. You want you want to cancel, but you already checked in. She's like, yes, but I never stayed there. And I said, but you checked in. She said, yes. <laughs> I'm like, ma'am, I'm really sorry. I, I don't understand. Uh, how Uh, and what are she's like so I checked in but I didn't stay I left and went to the doctor and got tested and I have COVID and she's in front of my face and that's the paper she's waving around it's a positive COVID test and I was like dumbfounded and took a step back and I was like what and I said you have COVID right now and she says yes and I said ma'am you need to leave <laughs> I was like you can't no. And she <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like looking at her, I'm like, ma'am, you need to go home. And you can call us. And I was like, if you didn't stay, that's fine. We'll interrogate the locks, do whatever. And we'll cancel it, but you need to leave. <laughs> and she's like, no, 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 but you need cancel. And I was like, ma'am, you need to leave. And I'll work on this reservation and why don't you give us a call? And on the back end, we'll fix the rest. If if you weren't in the room, we'll figure it out. But we can't have you here in the lobby with COVID waving around your positive test, yelling that you have COVID. And I convinced her to leave. And then at that point, she leaves the building and I run out to Valet and I'm like, that lady? And I point, you know, to who she is. I'm like, that lady didn't valet your car, did she? And they're like, yeah, she did. And I'm like, well, she has COVID. So why don't you give her the keys to go pull her own car? And they were like, oh my God. And so then they started freaking out. But this lady, just no regard for anybody else other than herself, checks into a hotel and then proceeds to go get a COVID test. And her reservation was left checked in and she was supposed to be there like four nights. And I'm like, what is wrong with you?
0: It's a long list.
1: <laughs> it was blowing my mind and I, I was flabbergasted up there and there's not a lot of things that like take my breath away and make me speechless. But I was just up there at the desk like with my mouth open. I'm like, you need to go. No, this isn't okay. No, you need to go. But she's going to continue to
0: stand there and yell at you three feet from your face. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, at least she was wearing a mask.
1: Yeah. Uh, th- but yeah. But she, oh, but she was still handing people things. Like she handed me a piece of paper, and then she was also handing. She handed my desk agent her ID because we were very confused on what she was wanting. Because you know she said she wanted to cancel, so we couldn't find her anywhere in a future reservation. So there, she gave them her ID, and so they're sitting there looking at her ID. So she's handing people stuff with her germs. It was was wild.
0: So the 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 lesson here for those listening in a similar situation. (laughs) Is that you're not trying to cancel your reservation? You need to check out early.
2: Yes,
1: that would have
0: been a term that she could have used that would have eliminated all of the confusion.
1: Yes, and also if you have COVID, stay home. We don't want you. <laughs> there is that too. <laughs> don't parade around in the lobby with your positive COVID test paper. I'm like, oh, okay, you gotta go. <laughs> just, just give us a call. Just uh. Google this hotel name and. The phones do work, I promise. Uh, some people's children. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's man, awesome! Yeah.
0: Drive you to take drugs. <laughs> well, no, yeah, I, I sure. guess we have guests that already do that.
1: Uh, plenty. What's it,
0: what's your best drug story?
1: Oh, that's that's a toughie because you know it. Uh, they happen a lot. Everyone likes to do drugs in hotels, apparently. But the one that's popping into my head right now the most. Would be more when we just found drug paraphernalia and I was like just blown away. Mm. I was housekeeping manager at a larger hotel that was going through a renovation. And, um, you know, we're ripping out floors one by one. And I get a call by one of the construction workers saying that they needed me to come up, you know, whatever floor because they needed to show me something. And so I go up there and they were taking apart so like you know the big bathroom mirror the vanity Mm -hmm. and they were taking apart and they took off the top the cover and up on top of the mirror was at least i swear however many syringes could fit up there like i want to say like 20 there were more syringes than i've ever seen in my life and you know i've seen a fair amount of syringes but just somebody had to be there for who knows weeks and just was Just putting them up there. I don't understand, but we took it. And then all of me and two construction guys, I don't know why I was pulled up there, but we had to figure out how to remove the syringes safely because they're up high. Mm -hmm. You know, like, oh, they're like, how do we pick them up? Because when you're, how do you know you're not getting stabbed in it? So then it became a, like a, do we just knock it off? Like every <laughs> three of us figuring out oh, how to remove 20 syringes off this high ledge above this vanity mirror. That's some guests at some, who knows also, who knows how long they were there. Mm-hmm. I guarantee it wasn't like the, the last guest and the syringe places people hide syringes is blows my mind.
0: Mm-hmm. It's I, insane. Well, you know, and like, okay, so for our, our teams that are cleaning rooms, that's always a concern because yeah. I've found syringes between the mattress and the box spring. Oh my god! You know, and, and what do room attendants have to do when they make the bed? They have <sighs> to tuck the sheets and blankets in between the mattress and the box springs. Yeah, um, I've had housemen that have gotten stuck because people have thrown sharps into a trash bag, just thrown it in the trash. Yeah, you know. But to your the point, the
1: couch in the seat, so that's oh, why they the have cushions. To, yeah, yeah, they have to push down with their knee before they stick their hand around on the uh-huh. sides because people shove them in there yeah Ugh.
0: you know to your point about you know how many or how long were they there to have that many syringes Yeah. Um, you know i i remember at one of the hotels actually that you and i were at guy went into overdose and yeah. ems was called the guy basically died in the room they revived him with narcan in the room right um, but after ems took him out and the police were there we went into the room and there were at least a dozen, 18 or so syringes that were left on the desk and in the trash. Same sort of thing. Guys just throwing them in the trash can. All of them had some amount of heroin in them. And the guys had only checked in the night before. The tragic part, though, is that they were only out of rehab for like 48 hours. Relapsed and just they spent the entire time binging on heroin. And it killed one of the guys. But like I said, you know, he was revived. Yeah, that's a rough relapse straight out of out of rehab
1: yeah it, that was actually the hotel you worked at that was the first time i saw heroin and I, I i i'm pretty sure i was up in a room with you and we were inspecting for one of those people that we kicked out and <laughs> we're Which telling ones? me <laughs> no, right. you were telling me to be super careful in this and i remember i got on the ground to look under the bed and i remember i lifted up the sheet and right there was a syringe filled with dark stuff and i'm like bill what is that you're like that's heroin <laughs> Yeah. Like, oh my god that's insane and they just hide them and it was completely full just laying there It could have just stabbed us and oh gosh
0: i mean well the one that i was just mentioning about all the you know the dozen or so syringes i've got photos of that i'll i'll post that picture so Oh, you should so you can see
1: that that they, they look exactly i that's the brand i guess everybody buys because i i saw those i'm like oh my gosh those are identical to the ones i found on top of that vanity
0: yeah i mean well they all have the the same orange cap Uh, um i mean uh, i can't even tell you how many hotel rooms that i've been in that uh, you don't necessarily find the sharps but you find the caps um, you know people won't police up their caps they'll just throw the syringes in a can or whatever oh my gosh
1: so have you found any more drugs in rooms as of late
0: um yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) you're like daily
0: yeah daily so you know after we stopped working together i went to a I've been at a few other hotels. Yeah, Um, One of them that I was at recently, we had a guest that called and wanted their loss and found back. And their loss and found was a bag of weed that was about the size of a football.
1: Oh my God, that's amazing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and that person was not happy that their loss and found was not claimable. (laughs) (laughs) Now, look, California weed is legal. I have no problem with that. But when you are... Dealing with weed that you are dealing—that's <laughs> not legal. Oh my god! So I turned it into the the local police department because I had no other way to dispose of it. Yeah. And I advised the guest, well, you know, you're more than welcome to contact oh, <laughs> <laughs> to contact the PD you know describe the item i'm sure they're oh willing to help you out
1: god that is so funny hung
0: up on me that that was the end of that
1: oh my god i would have loved if they wrote a review on that oh i
0: know oh i've gosh. got a photo of that too i'll I'll post that one also i cannot
1: wait to see this it is, bag of weed it is
0: the <laughs> nastiest looking bag of dried out just skunky looking weed it was terrible <gasps> That's but, so gross. I mean, I've got good size hands. This bag looks like a football in my hand.
1: Oh my gosh, that's amazing! Yeah, I actually I saw a ginormous bag of weed uh, when I was doing departures one day. And for anyone who's not in hospitality or housekeeping, basically we go up to the rooms uh, after checkout time because most guests just leave without checking out at the desk. So we go see if there's somebody in there. And so I was doing departures and, you know, you knock a bunch of times. And one of the rooms I walked into, uh, you also, you know, you walk in, you s- by seeing if someone's there, you're not just looking for a person. You're looking for belongings to yeah. see if there's somebody still occupying the room. And on the table, there was a scale and, um, you know, various things. And then the biggest, I swear, it was like a Vons grocery bag filled with weed. And I got close <laughs> to make sure and I'm kind of like looking at it and I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's weed. And I took a picture and sent it to someone. I'm like, that's weed, right? And they're like, that's definitely weed. And I if, was just. <laughs> if you find it,
0: if you find it, send it to me. I'll post that one as well.
1: Okay. I'm, yeah, I'm going to go back into my repertoire because I, I have to have that photo because it was the biggest bag I think ever. And the reason I was even like, oh, is this weed? It's because it was so big. I was like, no. And it, it had like a purplish tint or something to it, too. So I was confused. And someone's like, yeah, that's a strain. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> that's cool. And yeah, that guest, by the way, didn't check out. Didn't lost and found that. Um, they kept extending, and we didn't know that they were. He was basically dealing out of the room, and we had to tell him. Um, he's like, no, no, I'm not checking out. I'm staying. And how dare you go into my room? We're like, uh you didn't extend your reservation, and yeah, you have to leave because we know what you're doing, and that's not supported here. Oh no no no! I uh, it's for my glaucoma. (laughs) That giant grocery (laughs) bag of weed is for my glaucoma Mm -hmm. yeah so that guy had to go
2: Mm.
1: do you know what i did call the police on though to come pick up and this is not on the subject of drugs but about you know having to turn it over to the local authorities um someone left a gun in their room Mm. and vacated and i've had
0: i've had a few of those in the hotels
1: yeah we had no idea what to do i was like there's a gun i'm not picking that up and everyone was like what do we do so we had literally ended up calling the police and the police are like yeah we come and pick that up so the mm-hmm. police department came and picked up the gun and then the guest called back you know f- forgetting that they left their gun in their room and we're like yeah we turned it over to the police they got so mad mm-hmm. and we're like sir we can't hold a gun you're going to have to talk to the police. <laughs> I,
0: I had a guy that left a automatic pistol loaded with one in the chamber <gasps> oh. in a um, like a shaving bag that he left on the bed. Oh. So it wasn't secured. It, nothing. It was just out. The room attendant found it. So the room attendant calls me and our protocol was if you find a gun in the room, you exit the room. We secure the room. We call the police. Yeah. So local PD came. They cleared the weapon. They took possession of the weapon. Yeah. Um, You know, the hotel had a a posted no firearms um, policy right there on the front. It's on the website, everything. Um, So not only was the guy in violation of our policies, which, you know, I'm sure he figured whatever, but to leave a loaded gun with one in the chamber in a a shaving bag where anybody can have access to it and the the thing that really blew my mind is that the, it was a family they had kids
1: oh my god
0: yeah and <sighs> then they're upset with us because the police took the weapon
1: what? what they had to
0: claim the they had to claim their weapon from the police department
1: yeah same with this guy it's like did you expect us to pick up your weapon and go it's a- I- I don't even know how to explain that to people. It's like, no.
0: I had, a, I had another guy that had checked out, left the gun behind and wanted me to send it to him via FedEx.
1: <laughs> FedEx. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> you can't. Oh my God. That's so funny. Could you imagine going to the post office and be like, I'm going to email this. I'm going to email this. Sorry. Snail mail this gun. That's yeah, putting uh, That on the counter. Yeah. It,
0: I mean, there's ammunition in there, but it's not loaded doesn't go so
1: wild
0: well you know and and what i didn't understand is that like the guy it it turned out that the guy that left the gun and went home and wanted me to fedex it to him was law enforcement which yeah that that made that made me scratch my head even more because you're bringing a gun on vacation and then you're absent-minded enough to leave your weapon behind and want me to send it to you via fedex
1: take his badge just take it just take it (laughs) no Just take the badge. Just You know what, sir? Why don't you go ahead and just leave your badge here? I'll go ahead and turn that into the authorities as well. Yeah. I don't think you should have this.
0: Well, what really pissed him off is that the local PD, they, they told him he could come and get his weapon. But he lived up in Northern California. They weren't going to send it to him. He would have to come down and physically claim the gun. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, my God, people.
0: But it's my fault. Because uh, as the hotel, we turned it into the police. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's always our fault. We're used to that though. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Ridiculous. You know, let's let's loop back to something though. Okay. You made a comment about departures. Yeah. Okay, so people that are listening, I think this would be a good educational thing to talk about. Okay. okay so when a guest checks into a hotel, they have to do what?
1: Check out?
2: They,
0: they have to no, well, they have to check in, right? They have Oh to,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: so so 100% of your guests that stay at the hotel have to check in. Right. In your experience, what is the percentage of guests that just leave without checking out? 80%. And I don't understand why. It's like, I can't tell. I mean, well, you, you know, you've been there where you get calls from people saying my bill is wrong. Yeah. But they don't check out. I mean, why are you going to? Look, you go to a restaurant, you order a few things off the menu, the receipt or the, the bill comes. What do you do?
1: You check it. You
0: check it. You review You review what you were charged for. Yeah. How many times have you found the wrong thing on your bill?
1: Yeah, it enough times to make me check it.
0: Exactly. So now you have a $400 a night hotel. You're there for a week. You're running up charges, bar charges, restaurant charges, amenity bars, whatever it is. And then you just leave. But then you call three weeks later and dispute the charges. You could have resolved all of that. <laughs> with a three minute stop at the front desk and just cleared your charges, walked away with the receipt right then and there. Yeah.
1: Because it's true. The people, though, now that come and stop by the desk and review their bill, it's always those. And I'm like, Ugh. they're the ones that are like there to find problems and ask questions about stuff. That, like, this one guy, this was like a couple weeks ago, he stopped by and I printed mm-hmm. out his bill and I saw one charge was like $4,000. And I was like, well, four what's-? grand. Yeah. And I was like, what is that? And I'm like, was he in the presidential? No. And he looks at it, and it's it's our bar and restaurant charge. And I was like, oh, he's gonna ask about this. I don't know what this is. You know, I'm like, is this a mistake? And he looks at that, and he goes, what thousand? What did I have? And I was like, um, <laughs> I can pull up the receipt. And I was able, you know, use the system to pull the receipt, and I started naming. It was almost all alcohol. And then, you know, some food. But one of the, it was like, literally like a $2,000 bottle of wine. And he's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Go ahead. <laughs> but he was just like, "How don't know. But, it, you know, just didn't even, wasn't even upset? He's like, what did I spend it on again? <laughs> but, yeah. yeah I checking would, your bill. I would much <laughs> rather
0: have a half a dozen folks like that every day at the front desk than to get one of those that calls you three weeks later screaming about, you know, being overcharged or bogus charges or. Yeah. You know, I'm going to dispute it with my bank, whatever.
1: Oh, but don't you love when that happens? Because I I, I had one of those calls and they had all these different restaurants. I actually felt bad for this lady because I think her husband had a drinking problem because um, she was disputing a bunch of charges, but not all of them. You know what I mean? About half of them. And I pulled all the checks and I was showing her all the signatures and they are indeed theirs. But she's like, no, my husband said he didn't have any drinks And it was always the same drinks. Mm. So and I could tell her signature from his and I showed her. I was like, look, I can tell which ones are yours. These ones are yours. These ones are your husband's. And, you know, I talked to the servers and they did confirm it was a male. And that is the husband that you checked out with. Those are your husband's charges. And her face immediately was just kind of like and she stopped arguing with me. But I had to like lay it out in front of her Mm -hmm. and be like, no. Yeah, that's you guys. He, I, I forget what he liked. But I'm like, well, his drink of choice was this. And it was like a beer and then a shot. Mm. Yeah,
0: Same signature pattern for yeah. each tab.
1: Exactly. It's not like one was just <clears throat> mixing it up, doing something different. No, it was a pattern. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but at least she was checking her bill. But I had to literally go and pull all the receipt signatures to show her they all match.
0: Switching topics. What is the worst thing that anyone has said to you or an associate? Or... What is the worst thing you've ever said to a guest? Oh man. or or it could be the best thing you've ever said to a guest.
1: Right. Oh, well, unfortunately I don't say a lot of the things I want to. Um but ah uh, so this was early in my career and it just sticks with me. It's just one of those memories that just like I swear will never go away because it was it was not a good memory. But um I was working at a smaller select service property down in San Diego. And, um, you know, on nights when it's slower and once your check-ins get into the teens, usually your other person goes home and then there's one person on shift until the night auditor comes in. So it was just me alone at the desk. I was the front desk supervisor. So, you know, it was nothing I couldn't handle or wasn't used to doing. And this guy comes up and he's really upset. Um and I can't even remember what it was. It, you know, having something with his room just wasn't right, or he didn't like something. And you know, I remember apologizing. I was like, I apologize. You know, there's nothing I can do. I don't have any additional rooms to move you to, but I can set you up to room move tomorrow. And um, yeah, fun fact, I, I do happen to have Jewish heritage, and my family is Jewish, and I have a, a Star of David that I wear that I got in Israel. And I was wearing it, and he looks at me, and he looks at my necklace, and he's like, oh, makes sense. Uh, And I I was like, "He's like, oh, makes sense. And then he proceeded to yell at me about how, uh, as a Jew, I would do this and that, and then, like, started to yell at me, anti-Semitic stuff, saying, oh, it makes sense. And, And then he proceeded to throw his keys at me, literally, throw his keys at me. And I was just in that moment so dumbstruck terrified sad all these emotions he was at the desk and then there was someone a woman in the gift shop like just sitting there watching in terror not saying anything i just turned around as he was still yelling at me went to the back just shut the door and cried (laughs) and then I managed to like get the phone and call over to my sister property that was down the street and call him and like someone needs to relieve me. And someone came running over and like uh found me in the back office and you know, it was just like said what happened and they were like, Oh my god. And, you know, they he took it over and he kicked the guy out and um I I took a minute, I took a breather and went on a walk and I went back out to the desk, and you know, I finished my shift. But a little bit later, that woman that was in the gift shop came back, and she's like, "I just want to let you know, I am so sorry." She's like, "I I could not believe what he was saying. I've never heard anyone say things like that before." She's like, "I was just so dumbstruck. I didn't know people still thought like that and could be like that." She's like, "I I I should have said something. I should have done something. I'm so sorry." She's like, "I have a daughter. I, I'm so sorry." And I was like, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Like, I'm fine. I was like, that was actually the first time anything like that's ever happened to me. Like, I, I didn't think people were like that. And I had told my dad about that story. And he, every, you know, he's like, no, there's absolutely people out there like that. And mm-hmm. I still wear my Star of David and he gets anxious about it because people out there are like that. And it, it it blows my mind. And I don't understand how you can be like that in today's day and age. And I, I still will never forget that. And so... Well, that's my worst thing a guest has ever said to me. And, Mm. you know, I feel like if that happened now, I'm a lot stronger and older than I was then. And I might have thrown something at him. But then it's just, you know, all I could do was just stare with my mouth open. Just like, what?
0: It's amazing that people are that small minded. Yeah. I mean, even to this day, I mean, people, they're just selfish. They're rude. They're there's no excuse.
1: Yeah, and just ignorant, and I, I, I still, you know, talking about it today is like, what does the fact of me being Jewish have anything to do with what's wrong with your room, or why you can't get another one when we're sold out? Like what? Huh? <laughs> and looking at that old dude, you know, he, ha- well, I mean, not has to have kids, probably has kids, probably has grandkids, and you're yelling at this 18-year-old girl for something that's completely out of her control, like.
0: I bet it made him feel like a big man too.
1: No. Yeah. Well, what's the worst thing that you have
0: experienced like that? I'll save some of the the stories of the worst things that people have said to me. And I'll share a a story from early in my career um, of a great thing not to say to people. Oh, I'm so excited. (laughs) Um, So we got to jump in the Wayback Machine for this one because this was just after 9-11. It was a destination hotel. It was on an island. A lot of airlines service it. In fact, um, God, really all the big major airlines flew in there. So after nine 11, every one of the airline companies was reevaluating their crew contracts because they needed to save money. They had been staying at an oceanfront beachfront hotel. The hotel that I was at was, it was f- a very nice hotel. It was clean. It was, it was a little smaller. It was you know a little over 250 rooms. Um, directly across the street from a gorgeous beach. All you had to do was literally just walk across the street. There was a wow. traffic signal. Walk across the street. Oh, Sounds okay? nice. We had bikes that they could use. They had a shuttle that would take them wherever they wanted to go in the area. It was fine. It was good. We ended up getting, I think it was seven different airline crews that transferred from other hotels to the hotel that we were at. So this one day, I'm working the front desk. Airline crew comes in. They, they get off the shuttle bus. They rush the desk. The crew goes through all the keys. They divide everything up. Everybody signs in. They, they follow the process. So we hand out all the keys. There's one woman, though, who opts to not come in right away. She's standing outside smoking her cigarettes. She ends up coming in, I don't know, 10 minutes after the crew has gone upstairs, says, I'm the purser from such and such flight. I need my keys. So I give her the keys. She looks at it, looks at me and says, is this a suite? I said, no, this would be a non-smoking king bed standard room per your contract. She hands me back the key or slides the keys back across the counter to me and says, well, I need a, I need a suite. And so I politely slide the keys back to her. And I said, you know, I, I can understand that you desire to have a suite, but we are sold out tonight. There are suites amongst the crew. If you'd like to talk with one of the other crew members, maybe you can switch with them, but I don't have any other suites that I can give you. She slides the keys back to me. She says, no, I'm the purser. I need a suite. Okay, well, I can understand that. And I can sincerely appreciate the fact that you've got more responsibility being the purser. But one of those responsibilities is when you arrive at the hotel, you sign in the the crew and you take your keys. So and I slid the keys back. (laughs) Here's your keys. She looks at me. She says, this is ridiculous. Walks away. Guy that I'm working with is like, dude, you can't say stuff like that to her. I said, why not? I'm like, she's throwing shade on me. She's the one that's not following her own protocols. Yeah. Maybe five minutes later, she comes down. She slaps the keys on the counter hard enough that they slide across the counter, off the counter, hit me, hit the floor. So I looked at her and I said, how can I help you? (laughs) She's like, I need a suite. I pick up the keys, got them in my hand. And I said, you know, as I explained I said, we are sold out. I don't have any suites available, just those that are amongst the crew. You can switch, but I can't give you a suite. She looks at me and she's like, this is ridiculous. I can't believe this. This is just bullshit, blah, 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 blah. And I said, well, while I can understand your position, I really don't understand why we're having this conversation. (laughs) I said, because your actions of smoking and not signing in the crew have led us to where we are right now. (laughs) She looks at me and she's like, "This is this is just ridiculous. You need to come up with a solution." I said, "Well, I said, "Let me ask you a question." I said, "When you have a 200-seat aircraft that's flying out here, do they cater it with 200 pasta and 200 chicken or is it roughly half and half?" She rolls her eyes and gets really sassy with me. She goes, Ugh. "Well, it's half and half, of course. That's a stupid question." I said, so let me ask you this. As you're going down the aircraft aisle and you're asking people, do you want chicken or pasta, chicken or pasta, chicken or pasta, and you get to the last row, last seat, and the last guy on the plane, and he wants chicken, but all you have left is pasta. What are his options? <laughs> she looks at me and she says, well, he can have his pasta or he can, uh, he can go hungry. I said, fantastic. Here's your pasta. Enjoy your layover. <laughs> <laughs> oh she rips the keys out of my hand. She rips the keys out of my hand. She said something under her breath that was effectively an F you and walks away. (laughs) The guy that I'm working with looks at me like that, that slow motion head turn. His eyes are like the size of of plates. Yeah. He looks at me, he goes, dude, you're going to get in trouble. No, (laughs) I didn't get in trouble, but I did get a phone call. So maybe five minutes later, uh, the guy that I'm working with answers the phone, does that again, that slow head turn towards me. says, hey, the station manager's on the phone. He wants to talk to you about this crew that just checked in.
2: Oh my god.
0: I'm like, (laughs) send it to the back. So I go to the the reservations office. I pick up the phone. He wants to know what's going on with this purser. So I said, okay, well, here's what happened. And I gave him the entire story. The whole pasta and all. Chicken or pasta, chicken (laughs) or pasta, all the way down the line. By the time I was done with him or done talking to him, he was laughing so hard at her (laughs) belligerence. He's like, I will take care of it. So he, <laughs> he called her back. I, I don't know exactly what happened after that, but I honestly don't recall having ever seen that woman again.
1: Oh my God. She was probably humiliated. Well, because...
0: either she was humiliated or they didn't want her on that route. I don't know.
1: Oh, yeah. And it always
0: cracks me up with the airline crews, though. Like, you know, you'll hear on the news, misbehaving passengers get, you know, taped to their seats and yeah. ejected off. But you know what? I've had airline crews and hotels that have done just, equally as terrible things. You know, okay, so looping back to the whole after 9-11 thing, there was a woman that was unhappy with the hotel that they had transferred her into. And again, we were a fine hotel. There was nothing wrong with it except that it was not an oceanfront, beachfront hotel. As it was explained to me, part of the reason why they were so bitter was because it didn't have the vacation feel that their previous hotel had. So they were still, quote unquote, having to work. But this woman was so upset with the with the hotel that they would put them at that every time she would check out, she would take all the towels, throw them in the bathtub and then urinate on them. What? Yeah. And it, like, the, the first time it happened, we thought she just had some sort of a weird. I don't know, accident in the bed or something. I don't know. But then what? it wasn't just that one time, it was every single time she stayed over, she was peeing on all the towels in the bathtub.
1: Okay, that takes some effort. How it does how How, how, how does that go through someone's mind? Like, oh, I'm upset with my company, so I'm going to I'm going put all the towels that just pee on them?
0: Yeah,'m at I'm mad at my company, so I'm going to take it out on you. With pee, yes. okay. <laughs> yeah. So we ended up, we ended up realizing that it wasn't a fluke, that it was actually something that she was intentionally doing. So from that point on, we just, we started taking photographs every single time she was there, copies of the crew manifest and copies of the registered guest ledger. And I think it was after the third or fourth time we had enough ammunition. We went back to the airline and she never came back to the hotel either.
1: Oh my God. Um, could you imagine how that firing went, uh, yeah, we're we're gonna be separating our employment with you because you like to pee on towels <laughs> and hotels. <laughs> uh,
0: imagine the job interview. So so why did you leave your last position?
1: <laughs> they didn't like me peeing on their towels. <laughs> it's not fair. I didn't get my oceanfront view, so I peed on the towels.
0: Oh I my mean, god, you know? Okay, so that hotel again. Here's here's another like behavioral thing. I, I caught flight attendants doing the worst of the worst stuff. Really? Um, I caught a male and two female flight attendants in a three-way in the hot tub.
2: Uh, oh, yeah, oh.
0: it's an open-air hot tub. It's open to all guests, and you're gonna have a three-way in a public hot tub. Goodness. I mean, look, ew on a myriad of levels. <laughs>
1: A myriad of them. (laughs) Yes. Um,
0: Both for them and for anybody using the hot tub afterwards. But just that level of behavior, mind boggling.
1: Yeah. I remember we had this one um, at uh, one of my larger properties, this one airline, a very well known and established airline. And the people we actually had the most trouble with were the pilots. Mm Mm-hmm. And just this attitude and arrogance that they, you know, owned the world and didn't understand why we weren't at their beck and call. And I cannot tell you how many times I wanted to say, okay, when you're flying the plane, do you treat, <laughs> like, do you expect your flight attendants of this? Like, I, w- w- what world can you get away with demanding people to do the tiniest of things? And I, I the attitudes were terrible, mm-hmm. right? But I didn't have anyone pee on towels. That's that's a new one. <laughs>
0: well, maybe someday.
1: Oh God, I hope not.
0: You, you can hope to aspire.
1: Yeah, I we had uh, someone recently who like trashed a room and um, you know, trashed a room, peed on the bed, like peed himself, but then there was vomit all over the carpet and all over the towels. And this was actually one of the owner's friends and was staying under the owner's discounted rate. So that was super fun to take photos of all that. And then I was obviously going to charge the desk and it was a hefty damage fee for destroying towels, for destroying a mattress, for us having to deep clean and get all the carpets shampooed, all the vomit out. But I had to present it to my general manager. To so then I told her, I'm like, I'm going to charge him. She's like, let me run it by my the owner first and ran it by him and the owner was like yeah charge him and was fully in support of us charging his friend he's like and you let me know if he disputes it and we fully charged him sent him photos didn't dispute it but he did question he's like really you're gonna charge me 250 dollars for towels uh yes but didn't dispute it but said you're gonna charge me and i'm like all the towels had vomit on them And the carpet. I'm like, we have to throw those towels away, and then we aren't just able to buy one towel to replace that. We have to buy a pack of towels in order to replace that because they don't just come individually. We can't walk to Bed Bath and Beyond and buy one towel. (laughs) You know, they have to meet our brand standards.
2: (laughs)
0: Yeah. Well, you know, and I think that's that's actually something educational that people should know too. Yeah. You know, it's like with our industry, you, you can't buy one towel. You can't buy six nope. towels. You have to buy them in a case and a case is three dozen. So, you know, the, those $18 towels individually may not be that expensive, but now I'm buying 36 of them to replace the six that you trashed. Yep. You know, it's a hefty outlay. Um, you know, even, well, so the hotel that we were at, You know, normal linen budget is about $6,000 a month, and that is nowhere near enough to keep up on top of damages.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, Women have no idea. Uh, The tiny little hand towels, I I swear those are one-use towels because women... Constantly just use them on their makeup and their concealers that are made out of real paint or something. That stuff does not come out (laughs) of those tiny towels, guys. No, it doesn't. Please stop using that. And I I actually wrote something like that on Facebook once. My friend's like, Oh, I always use that for my makeup. Thanks for the heads up. Like, use makeup wipes. Yeah, well,
0: yeah. When the hotel (laughs) gives you makeup wipes with your amenity kit,
1: it's because we're begging you to stop using the tiny towel. (laughs) Yes.
0: You know, there's actually a company that makes black uh, washcloths.
1: You know, it's funny. My current hotel has those now. Yeah. My last hotel, they have it and it says makeup Makeup. towel and it's a black towel.
0: (laughs) And people still use the white washcloths.
1: Oh, yeah. For all their orange face paint. Yes. Yeah. Because
0: sprayed hands don't stick all the time.
1: (laughs) Yes, that too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good times.
0: So let's cut it here for tonight. Thank you for joining me again, B. Thank it's you always, for having me. always a pleasure to see you. Too much fun. Maybe we can do this again soon because I love the stories. If you find the photos, send them to me. I'll yes. be happy to post them. I'm going to post the ones that relate to tonight's conversation as it was. And we'll pick this up again on the next episode.
1: Sounds great. Thanks for having me.
0: You're welcome.